0: Well, I don't know what we're going to call this podcast, so I don't really know how to introduce <laughs> it, but uh, I'm Justin Potnier from the Mix Morning Grind on Mix 107, and you are? Kimberly Chase. Kimberly, it is uh, great to have you in studio. This is our first time, I guess, I being know. together in the yeah, studio, sure. and sharing uh, sharing a microphone. So I guess let's talk a little bit about ourselves to get uh, folks introduced. Uh, tell me about yourself, Kim, as far as uh, you know, career-wise, where you've been, and then also family-wise, because yeah. that's a big part of your life, too.
1: Absolutely. They kind of weigh you down at a certain point, eh? They sure do. <laughs> they take over. Yeah, yeah I'm from Camrose area, so I grew up in Central Alberta. So, so are you
0: were you a farm kid?
1: Uh, not really. No, my nope. dad worked for Alberta Weepool. Okay. So we lived at all the cool places, yeah. the most popular places, like Denelda, yes, and New Norway and Ferrantage,
0: New Norway. I remember and playing Basha. them. Oh yes, yes.
1: Yeah. And you know, these are all huge places, like. You know, the cheese capital of Western Canada, (laughs) the lamp museum capital of Western Canada. Yes. You know. Yes. Real
0: tourist hotspots.
1: Oh, hot. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Absolutely. So graduated from Camrose, went to broadcasting right away in Saskatchewan, and then just been working radio mostly. Um, Worked, I don't know, over a decade before I had children. So I got all that fun stuff out of my system. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, all the stuff that that people think broadcasting is. Like, you know, like I got to inter- interview all the bands and hang out backstage and be live on location at all the bars yeah. and all the cool stuff that people think radio is all about. yeah um, But obviously there's a lot more to it than that.
0: That's right. And they find out awfully quick when they get into it.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Done a lot of like a little bit of everything, promotions, on air, mm-hmm. sales, um, worked up in McMurray for a lot of years too, as well as St. Paul, um where else did I work North Battleford places like that you yeah. know places you, where you got to start when you're green
0: and so now when, when did you cross paths with your husband was it in Fort McMurray
1: it was actually in Edmonton okay. I had moved back to Edmonton and he was working up there and I met him in Edmonton and then I ended up moving up there and it was a great scenario for me because I was into radio and it was a great scenario for that radio team because they don't want to pay anyone to come up <laughs>
0: <laughs> well it's it, it used to be I remember this being the very interesting situation in radio because a lot of stations in in those markets had, like, houses for the employees, right? They
1: did. Yeah. I wasn't part of that because I had already was living with my my husband at the time. Yeah. But – Those were some parties. Those were quite the roommate situations going on there, yeah. Uh,
0: See, I had one of those kind of places (laughs) when I lived in White Court. Uh, Oh, okay. We had uh, three guys living together in the, it was actually a two, it was a modular home, but it had a basement. And so we rented the upstairs of a modular home. And I mean, it was nothing special. And so we just kind of made it work. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. And it's where everybody goes. So everybody, like you have 13 people living with you all of a sudden and you didn't know how that happened. That's right. Right. There'd be plenty
0: of people that would come for the weekend and maybe stay a little bit longer, yeah, right? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So worked up there and then had um, my son, Ethan. And Ethan with him, with. Um, just found out after he was born, he had issues with his health. So he has um, heart disease. So he had to have open heart surgery when he was six months old yeah so he has a pacemaker now so um we're we deal with all that and he also had a diagnosis of autism as well so that was a huge kind of i had to leave um sure i left for a long time after that
0: that's a lot of work
1: and and olivia my daughter was born at the same time he was diagnosed like at two years old so i was like I was crazy. No kidding. (laughs) I was under a lot of stress.
0: So I guess was a lot of the surgery done at the stallery
1: it was yeah we we he's a stallery kid through and Mm -hmm. through like yeah they were amazing there but yeah he's had a few surgeries since because pacemakers have to be changed out and that's something that he has for the rest of his life um but he's like the funnest little kid ever and yeah yeah, i love him to death and he is so into broadcasting (laughs) and play by play like it's awesome so i'm so excited i'm just like okay you can get a job in broadcasting just make more money than your mother (laughs) you know like
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, you got to get them with uh, you. Got to get them on the TV side, and, yeah. I think and so. doing play by play for the NHL or something yeah, like that. Yeah,
1: absolutely, absolutely.
0: Yeah. So on my side of things, i from the age of probably I don't know, maybe nine or ten, I would be in my downstairs room. They, they, my parents had a, a downstairs room. I would go in there and I would listen to the talk radio station. Uh, just as I was going to bed at night So I'd stay really? up longer than I should And I'd listen to sports talk And then I'd listen to wow. these overnight radio shows With all kinds of craziness going on And and then would get into sports a little bit more And uh, music And so uh, that's kind of how I decided That that's what I wanted to do And then oddly enough, the high school that I went to And there's not a whole lot of these uh, anywhere But uh, at the time it was even more rare is that there was a radio station and TV station in the high school. Oh, that's
1: amazing, especially for the time. Yeah. So
0: I grew up in Warrenville. Okay. And uh, I I believe it was ITV or CTV or somebody donated their old equipment. Just as the school was opening up, I believe it was in 96 it opened its doors. And so they took it in. And they started this program and there's a guy named by the name of Greg Baudestein and he's still teaching there at Moorville Community High School. And so he oh, wow. was a big influence on a lot of us and, and plenty of us over the years, over that I can he must have been doing this for I guess well over twenty five years now. Uh, that have gone into broadcasting in one way or yeah. another—some TV, some radio—and that was like a key time in radio too, where radio was
1: super exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, everything's like live, and there was just so many contests, and people were really excited about that media because that's all we had.
0: That's right, and it was uh, it was the hub for everything. Yeah, I guess. absolutely, as you know, and it, it was uh, it was a really cool time to kind of take an interest towards that. Absolutely. Eventually, made my way to college in Saskatoon. And then can we go
1: to the same one?
0: I think we probably did. There's oh only one. Oh my
1: god! It's WABC. W-A-B-C. <laughs> That's right,
0: and it's still going today. It is.
1: So I can't get over the amount of people that have come out out of there, and it's so interesting to cross paths with everybody.
0: There's always somebody. It seems at every station, whether you're in, uh, you know, Manitoba, Saskatchewan, Alberta, yeah, or across the prairies. Everybody. We didn't have a lot of options. But you didn't, and you know, there's other schools, colleges that did two year programs. But that was too long. <laughs> well that that but also it was a very limited amount of people that they, they took in right, per right. semester and there was lots of people wanting to get into the field.
1: Right. Yeah uh, I was just like I didn't like school. Like right. I was like tried my hardest, I was like see. Yeah. <laughs> so this was a great opportunity. I'm like six months, I can do that. Sure. Three month internship, I can do that. Yeah, yeah
0: and and the nice thing too is that as you know, you learn more on the job than you do yeah, in school. Absolutely. It's one of those kind of jobs. It right? is. Absolutely. Uh, So then I made my way to uh, White Court and uh, was there for a little bit, which at the time was uh, probably the closest uh, small radio station to my hometown of Mournville. So it worked out really well Mm -hmm. Um, and uh, spent a year there, got transferred to Saskatchewan. And was there for a little bit and then eventually did two years at a solo station Ooh. by myself with a part-time secretary <laughs> in Vanderhoof, B.C.
1: Get out.
0: So Vanderhoof is... Uh, yeah, I'll have, where is that? <laughs> and we'll have sto- I'll have stories and some pretty crazy stories about Vanderhoof uh, at some point on this podcast. Wow. But it is an hour past Prince George... On the highway through northern BC, wow! And so, like, it's not like Saskatchewan or Alberta where well, you pass a town every five, ten minutes. Right. There is n- Prince George, then nothing for an hour, and then there's Vanderhoof, and then nothing for forty five minutes until the next town. Right. Gotcha. So it it was pretty, pretty isolated. Pretty isolated, <laughs> but it was one of those situations where I just kind of like. You know, learn through doing if there was a problem with the equipment, you have better figure it out. You call a guy on the island and he's got to walk you through it. So that's the only option that you have. Uh, Then after two years of that, it was time to get back into (laughs) into society a little bit. And uh, made my way to Grand Prairie and, and was there for 10 years. Wow. And had a lot of life lived in that 10 years wow, for sure. yeah. Um, I've never
1: actually been to Grand Prairie. Really? I've heard lots about it. Yeah. And you know, like a lot of people work up there. My brother has worked up there, but I've never gone that way. Like to get from Fort McMurray to Grand Prairie, you pretty much have to go all the way down and then back up. And it was you like, do. nah, I don't need to do that for fun. Well, and, and the, <laughs>
0: the thing was, there was talks for a long time. I doubt yes, it. Yes, about
1: I, joining. Yeah, yeah I doubt it'll road. happen. Now, yeah. but
0: yeah. um, for a time there, yeah, they were thinking about making a highway all the way through, yeah. um, but yeah, Grand Prairie is a lot bigger than people think. Uh, oh, yeah. it's at 70,000 people now. Oh, wow, there's a Costco, there's a Wow, a, you know, Best Buys, there's all these kind of things. There's, I mean, it has pretty much everything you need, right? Um, it's just one of those things people don't really know about because yeah. it's stuck there in the corner of the province, Absolutely, right? Absolutely, yeah. And uh, yeah, so it, I was a, it was a great time there. And then, you know, life circumstances uh, come to uh, fruition. And then I'm, I'm looking for a job uh, in <laughs> back home right. in, in the Edmonton area yeah. with Mornville being the home base. and. It just so happens that uh, I landed a job five minutes from the girlfriend's house in Fort Saskatchewan, awesome. and here we are, right? Here we are. So yeah, <laughs> that's you, awesome. You and I are both back at uh, Mix One Hundred Seven, and
1: yeah, I know. Yeah. I, I worked here for a while, and then just had to take some time off because, um, because of Ethan. You know, I wasn't. I didn't feel comfortable sending him to school, so mm-hmm. I took the year off to teach. I'm using the... The
0: the quotation marks? (laughs) (laughs) The air quotes?
1: Don't recommend it to anyone. That was hell. Yeah, I bet. Um, It was horrible, but it had to be done, and I'm so excited for (laughs) back
0: to school. You have no idea. So (laughs) what grade is he going into?
1: So Ethan is going into grade... Oh my gosh, eight and Olivia's oh, going wow. to six.
0: Yeah. Grade eight.
1: Yeah, so they're just gonna be going into JP two here and this is they have a lot of cousins and a lot of friends from the different schools that they went to in town here. So yeah. I'm excited about that. But it's gonna be it's gonna be life changing for them getting back into the friend thing and sports and just well,
0: everybody. Well, and even just getting into kind of the new school kind of situation
1: oh like my kids never got out of their pajamas all day like (laughs) this is gonna be a real you know eye opener yes it is yeah Yeah. for
0: sure well that's the thing you know things I wonder about I'm not a parent obviously but you know there's lots of the I think of the worries I have on a day-to-day basis and it (laughs) consumes my mind but that's only worries about me and the people directly around me to have worries about kids that's especially in the last year and a half that must have been tough
1: yeah, absolutely. It was just a lot of extra stress. Um, just m- like mental health wise, like, mm-hmm. how do you hang out with friends? You know, when you're not, you don't have your phone or FaceTime or you, you know, kids aren't very good at setting those kind of things up. So you try to do the best for them in, in getting them outside and getting them to see people or at a distance, that kind of thing. But yeah. it's super hard. They missed a, out on a lot of, a lot of, uh, friend, kind of activities for sure
0: absolutely and, and you know with with everybody especially you know i think of those older high school kids and the amount of things that they missed out on oh, my that, that they've worked so many years you know to get. I,
1: I wouldn't have even went to high school if i didn't get graduation or like the bush parties or everything <laughs> everything <laughs> i'm Coffee you, during science class like absolutely
0: we've taken up a lot of our time here but we'll get into <laughs> a, a, a couple of uh, a couple of things we're
1: talkers we're in radio you, that's
0: right so we wanted to get into uh, our top three Uh, Is uh, something that we'll be doing throughout the show And we basically will be uh, breaking down uh, three big stories Whether it be local stories or international, national stories That are are of interest to us And and kind of breaking them down a little bit I know uh, one that was obviously huge this week In our area and across Canada was the election
1: Yeah, see, I kind of stay away from that My husband is very, let's say, passionate about <laughs> about politics, yeah, way too much. I'm like, I always get mad because he 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 makes those comments against people on right. on social media. I'm like, why are you doing that? And like, <laughs> you're so embarrassing, right? So I don't deal with any of that. Um, I don't know. Nobody nobody makes me feel like running to the polls to vote for but I just I stay away with from that in my house because he's the passionate one and if I start bringing it up that's it I'm done the whole day is done like I'll have to listen to him talk
0: (laughs) (laughs) well I think the one thing and I this is the definitely the downfall of the social media side of things is if we I think if if people from different political viewpoints were able to get in a room and just talk instead of doing it you know, on a, on a social media platform, we'd, right. we'd see so much of each other, ourselves in each other and find more common ground. Yeah. But the reality is it is not like that anymore. No. And the political parties will play to that. You'll, yes. you'll see it throughout this election. Oh, yeah. And all of them will do it.
1: Gloves are off.
0: Gloves are off. Yeah. And, and it'll be very much a divisive campaign as the fact of the matter is you, we're, we live in a divisive society. Yeah. There's no way around it. People are very passionate on one side or the other or the other. You know, if you look at Canadian politics, it goes four or five ways. Um, But, you know, there's a lot lot of different things that go into it. Now, as far as uh, um, the election goes, the federal election, municipal election is coming up. We'll talk more about that uh, in in coming weeks. But I was wondering about this. If you um, were given the option of voting online rather than voting in person would you be more apt to do so or are you doing it anyway
1: I think the process is part of our responsibility.
0: I love that, Kim. I agree.
1: Yeah. So I feel like if you don't get the voter card and you don't go into the school gymnasium, have you really done it, done your part?
0: I don't feel that you get the gravity of it unless you do it that way.
1: And when you see people and see, like, that's what... Because I feel very alone when it comes to politics and and when you see a, a whole gym full of people lined up to make their voices heard and to pick the right person yeah um it's it's very gratifying and it's very patriotic to me and i really i really like the process
0: see there's just a couple of things that i think are absolute musts as as canadian citizens Uh, paying your taxes is one of them obviously
1: yeah (laughs)
0: and then the other one and, and there's you don't get asked to do a lot no one of them is voting yeah and I, I've always had a real issue. There's, I used to work in a warehouse, and there was a good number of guys in that warehouse that were so, um, so dismissive of the electoral process. And I don't think they understood it, so they were scared of it. Right. So they would be proud of not voting. I've never been no. like that. I think it's an incredibly yeah. important thing. And if there's someone, if you don't find anybody that represents you well enough to get a vote, Spoil your ballot. Yeah. It's the process of it.
1: Absolutely. If yeah. you don't do it, Rush is going to do it.
0: There you go. Just like that. Yeah. And and see, that's the other thing that, that worries me a little bit, too, about yeah, the absolutely. online thing is that anything online has yet to be perfected. Absolutely. And so I wonder just a little bit on that. Yeah, Totally. Let's move on to the next one. Uh, summer memories. Now that we're, I hate to say this, and I, I'm I've so said sorry. It I, all morning. <laughs> we're winding down summer, Kim. And it's like
1: single digits going oh, into the nighttime. Like, wow.
0: I don't like it. Uh, my tan is already going away. Right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I was wondering about uh, some of your favorite memories as uh, a kid or an adult.
1: Well, as a kid, um, just all the road trips. My parents love taking us on road trips. We go to Drumheller, we go to the Lethbridge. Um, they have like a Japanese gardens there. Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, we'd we'd go to all these, you know, places with the big Glendon fork and the probe.
0: <laughs> the roadside attractions. Yes, yeah. yes,
1: and I think. Personally, I think that that should be part of, like, a passport. Like, you need to go see these places before you can leave the province to go see something else. Because we have a lot of beauty and a lot of really cool places in Alberta. So I really enjoyed the road trips. We'd have our big Chevy van. (laughs) We'd all get each a tape that we'd play. Nice. A cassette that we'd play.
0: What was was your pick?
1: um, I can't really remember i remember my brothers being um a nirvana one okay i remember my sister being amy grant and my dad being sting <laughs> oh,
0: no, you couldn't find three more no, different artists no. and
1: we would be so grumpy if <laughs> if the like, amy grant like i'm like oh like this is the worst ever like you're such a teenager right at that point <laughs> yeah like, yeah you don't just, you
0: don't appreciate it you don't later. appreciate
1: it till later yeah. yeah and maybe it's still
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: yeah, as an adult, I think the shoe swaps were really fun. Barely remember it, but it was fun.
0: For sure. And yeah. I, I've done my fair share of houseboat trips on the shoe swap, too. And yeah. Boy, we could tell some stories off air, I bet.
1: Well, When it yeah. comes to the shoe swaps. <laughs> I'd have to get some... Some people to correlate. I don't remember a lot, but it was fun.
0: That's right. I remember, actually, one of uh, my favorite childhood... We would always go to Jasper, was uh, was a big one, almost every year with my parents. Uh, And then the one year, I believe it was going into grade seven, we switched it up a little bit and did a BC road trip uh, going to the island. Mm. Didn't even register in my mind at that time really what the island was going on the ferry and all that sort of stuff so that was kind of cool to give me a different perspective on on Canada a little bit how you know different uh, the landscapes are is uh, definitely a big part of it so that one always sticks out to me and actually speaking of BC we're both just talking about it BC wildfires, man, the the photos coming out of there are crazy.
1: Yeah, lots, especially a lot today, Um, Mm -hmm. like, a lot of pleas from BC people and and even some of our radio friends there, like, please just don't come. Yeah. Like, we need the roads for access for the firefighters. We need the hotels for these evacuees. Like, Kelowna is up. Like, I even called Ryan, our previous morning guy. They're on the list to be evacuated. Yeah. Like, that's absolutely crazy to me. And... It brings back a lot of, like, memories of Fort, Sa- Fort McMurray Marie. fire yeah. and just everybody that got evacuated to Fort Saskatchewan. Like, mm-hmm. we, you know, a lot of people came here and we helped a lot of people and a lot of people stayed.
0: Yeah, and and I think that that's something that we're we're continuing to see is with these wildfires and these dry summers. It it's a hard thing because um, it's very hard to contain once they get going. Mm-hmm. And then you look at at some of these big population centers, maybe Fort McMurray, obviously being one of them. Uh, you have uh, Kelowna and that area. Not only is it full right now yeah. of residents. In the summertime, they have way oh. more residents because a lot of people live there half the year. Yep. But you also have the tourism there. And that's why they're kind of telling people to go away. On the flip side of things, you're hearing a lot of horror stories when it comes to Airbnbs and stuff like that of people not getting their money back. Right. And I understand where they're coming from. But at the same time, it's kind of a, 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 an amazing, a crazy emergency situation where it you is. you just have to kind of deal with it after the fact.
1: Yes. And And
0: try to get your money back that way. But. It's a real emergency there.
1: Yeah. And I hope that 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 is something that does happen because, of course, with COVID, everyone booked things so well in advance Mm -hmm. because you wanted to make sure you could go. So, you know, there has to be a little give and take there. Like, you don't want us to come. That's fine. You know, of course, we support you and doing what you need to do. But, yeah. Show me the money. That's, yeah. So hopefully after the fact. But this isn't the time to, like you said, deal with that right now. Pray for rain. Like, they need some relief over there.
0: They definitely do. And and having seen pictures, I have a a buddy's dad that uh, is in Vernon right now. So Mm -hmm. well north of the situation, or at least uh, some of the big fires. And it is red there. At, Apocalyptic. Uh, oh, yeah. It's it's crazy. yeah uh, So moving on to maybe something a little more positive. We'll have one good thing, uh, each of us, uh, at the end of each of our podcasts here. And uh, Kim, I'll let you go first.
1: Sure. So mine kind of just ties into BC. All the people that are showing their support and love to BC, um, they really need it right now. That whole province is on fire. Um, and, yeah, you just pray for rain. And, and I think just seeing all that support really helps helps out you know a lot of us can't do a lot being from you know other places in Canada but that's the least we can do.
0: Canada always pulls together, whether it's drought for Absolutely. farmers, whether yeah. it's uh, ice storms yep. we've seen, whatever it is, uh, we pull together in the times of need. That's for sure. What about you? My thing is uh, Fort Sask Eye Care here in Fort Saskatchewan. Uh, they've teamed up actually with uh, Fort Falcons football. So that the younger kids, the Peewees, oh, the Bantams, yes. the Adams. I saw
1: them at the game. Yeah. yeah. So
0: what they're doing is baseline concussion testing for all these kids. So th- they want to keep uh, football as safe as possible. So nice. they team together and did these baseline concussion tests so if there is instances down the road the baseline's been set and they can get the best help possible and so this was all made possible with fort sask care and fort football uh, coming together in kind of a that's little community awesome. in- initiative
1: yeah that's great especially like some of these young guys like <laughs> their careers are just starting
0: that's right well <laughs> and it, you have to be careful when it comes to to certain sports not yeah. just football but plenty of them i yeah. mean you get tons of concussions in soccer and that's not yeah. a, a contact sport, but, uh, you know, speaking of football, there's tons of football uh, that's going on the next couple of weeks here in Fort Saskatchewan. You've got mm-hmm. the Edmonton Elite coming up this weekend. Yep. You've got uh, the uh, Friday Night Lights with the uh, Fort Falcons on the 27th, and uh, we're recording this before the first Edmonton Elite game, but hopefully uh, we see the Edmonton Elite in uh, that provincial final on the yeah. 28th, but we'll have to wait and see. Fingers yeah. crossed. Yeah. Kim, anything else you want to add this week? No, just... Just yeah. off and running, off and running with Don't the podcast. The cardigan. <laughs> <laughs> now I guess we got to think of a podcast name. But thanks <laughs> for hanging out with us. I'm Justin Potier.
1: Kimberly Chase.
0: We'll talk to you soon.